Hello, and welcome to the Strength for Your Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Phil Finnamore, owner of WorkFitMe Mobile Physical Therapy. The goal of this podcast is to help busy Maine professionals find the mental, emotional, and physical strength necessary to fulfill their true purpose in life. I have a passion for sharing my true purpose with others. Join me as I discuss holistic health and wellness tips and inspiring stories with my friends, colleagues, and even heroes and mentors to help you fulfill your true purpose in life. Let's go. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the Strength for Your Purpose podcast. Dr. Phil Finnamore here with WorkFitMe Mobile Physical Therapy, your host as always. And at WorkFitMe Mobile PT, we help hardworking people just like you all listening to this podcast build a resilient body that they can be confident in so that they can do more of what they love with who they love and live a happy, healthy, and wealthy life. And rolling along here, just just me this week, but wanted to go a little further down the hand and wrist. The last time, the last couple of times it was just me, we were talking about some tennis elbow and some golfer's elbow stuff, and we talked a little bit about some potential nerve-type components, specifically with tennis elbow. If you didn't hear those episodes, definitely go back and check those out. You don't necessarily have to listen to them before you listen to this one, but uh, the, some of the information, we're going to see a bit of a trend here. Um, um, some some overlapping going on, uh, but today we're going to move further down the wrist and arm and talk about carpal tunnel. Okay, this is a super common thing, a, a super common issue for 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 people, but I think it's more common than it actually is, if that makes sense. And here's why. Okay, it's I personally believe. And some of this is, there's some scientific evidence behind this too, but this is just something that I've seen clinically. So maybe this is a little more anecdotal than anything, but I personally believe that carpal tunnel syndrome is overdiagnosed. Okay. So I'm going to kind of set the stage with that because before I keep going down this road, I do want to describe to you what the carpal tunnel is and and what's involved here. Okay. And I know we don't have visuals here (laughs) because it's an audio podcast, but I'm going to do my best to use my words and describe to you what's going on here. But again, I believe it's a little bit overdiagnosed. So the carpal tunnel is a tunnel that sits at the base of your, really the base of your palm, okay? You have to go not out in the wrist, but at the base of the palm. One little nodule is down at the base of your thumb. One is kind of more at the base between your, like, uh, ring finger and pinky. But when I say base, I mean, like, the bottom of your palm, like the heel of your palm. There's a couple little knobs there. There's some some connective tissue that goes across. It's a very small space, okay, when you feel, if you do feel these little knobs on yourself, there's not a whole lot of space there, okay? That's the number one thing we have to remember here. There's not a lot of space there. And then there are nine tendons that run through that area with a nerve, okay? <laughs> there's not much, again, I just said there's not much space to begin with, and then we shove all of these tendons that go to the finger and the and the thumb uh, and your median nerve, which is a nerve that branches off, if we travel it all the way back up, to the neck area that branches off the nerve roots, which nerve roots come out of our spine. It branches off the nerve roots of the lower you know, three or so vertebra in the neck. So we're talking like C5, C6, C7 area. Okay. Uh, so the fifth, sixth, and seventh vertebra in the neck, the, the, the bottom of the, the bottom of the neck and the top of the, 
mid back is what we're is what we're talking about here. So again, that's also important because it's all connected. Okay, <laughs> it's all connected. So we have really small space there, and what can happen? True carpal tunnel is an irritation of that median nerve as it runs through that carpal tunnel area at the base of the wrist, which happens from sort of repetitive overuse of those muscles uh, of the tendons that run through that area. And those tendons belong to muscles that help bend and flex our fingers. Okay. So this is most common in people who type a lot, who write a lot, who are on their phones a lot. So pretty much everybody (laughs) Uh, in, in today's day and age, when those tendons rub past each other, there's little sheaths around those tendons that can get inflamed and irritated. And that increase in irritation in an already very small and crowded space can cause that nerve to get irritated. Now, the big thing to remember about carpal tunnel is if it's true carpal tunnel, the numbness and tingling will only be felt out in the fingers, okay? You won't feel things usually right at the carpal tunnel or above it, so like back towards your forearm, okay? So if you've been told you have carpal tunnel, but you have nerves-type symptoms and, and pain above the palm, you don't really have carpal tunnel. The carpal tunnel could be a piece of our puzzle. It could be an area we need to address to take stress off that nerve because there can be multiple places along a nerve that can be pinched and cause or or irritated and cause symptoms. And the carpal tunnel is one of them for this median nerve. However, if you have symptoms out uh, above the wrist, it is not just carpal tunnel. So if you were a person that has that and you've tried everything and nothing works and you are about to get a carpal tunnel release, maybe take a pause. Hopefully you're listening to this right now. <laughs> uh, don't go get surgery because it, it might not and probably will not work for you. So that's what we're dealing with here, okay? That's kind of the the the, the anatomy, and I'm, I'm jumping the gun here a little bit. I do realize that with, with, with the other parts I want to talk about today, but I just want to drive the point home that, yes, this is a common spot for nerve irritation, but the reason it's overdiagnosed is a lot of times the specialists that diagnose it aren't always taking into account what's going on above that wrist, all the way up to the shoulder, chest, and the neck, okay? So that is the big thing we have to keep in mind. Anytime a nerve is irritated, it is going to be irritated downstream, so to speak, of where it is irritated, okay? So if you have a nerve irritation in the neck, you could feel some symptoms in the neck uh, sometimes, but but a lot of times people feel it out in the shoulder, out in the upper arm. You know, we've talked a lot about schneck pain on this podcast um, and, and, and down into the hand. If you have stuff irritated around the elbow, you're probably going to feel it below the elbow, not necessarily right at the elbow. And that's especially true. That has to be true with true carpal tunnel. We are not going to have symptoms above the wrist. They are only going to be below the palm, okay? out into the palm and hand and not directly at it, okay? Um, so again, when I work with people that have symptoms like that, we are going all the way back up to the neck to check things. And so if you were someone you know has carpal tunnel or have been told they have carpal tunnel and nothing helps it and they haven't had anything looked at up in their neck, shoulder, and chest area, we could be missing the boat. That could be the reason why it's not going away even when they are listening to what everyone else tells them 
to do. Okay. I think that's the big drive home point. You know, we talked about in the tennis elbow and golfers elbow segments, we were, we were talking about the fact that the, uh, the, the, the postural stability all the way up at the shoulder and neck area, even if those areas aren't directly related to the, the pain or symptoms you're experiencing further down are still important because again, it's all connected. It helps blood flow. It helps get things out of that area. Um, it helps the nerves communicate better. It helps the whole unit move and work more efficiently in the positions it needs to work efficiently in. Okay. So the muscles whose tendons go through that area can't have the best blood flow, the best nerve communication and the best activation. If we want, if we aren't doing so literally from the top down, Okay, so even if it is true carpal tunnel, you need to have work done outside of that hand and wrist. It just it, it it's all too connected to have that ignored. Okay, so so let's recap this. Carpal tunnel is a really small space. There are a lot of tendons and a, and a nerve packed in it. It is a very common place for nerves to get irritated, but it is far from the only place in the upper extremity that that particular nerve can get irritated. So it's very very important when we are diagnosing carpal tunnel syndrome that we look all the way back up to the neck shoulder chest area which the shoulder chest area we call the thoracic outlet so the neck the thoracic outlet and even down around the elbow as well as that wrist in order to determine if that is truly the only place that that nerve is being irritated and causing that numbness and tingling out into the outer fingers of the hand okay so that's my big take home right there. That's what I really want you to remember from this. So if you or someone you know and love need some help figuring this out because they've had carpal tunnel forever, they're wearing braces all the time, nothing's getting better, they're staring down surgery, there might be another option. Always happy to talk to those people and see what we can do to help without them going under the knife. Even though it's a pretty insignificant surgery, I've actually seen one done. <laughs> they're, they're, they're in and out of there and like, you know, maybe... 20 minutes. Um, to be honest, it's, it's quick. It's, it's pretty painless, but still why have to go under some sedation, possibly some anesthesia, depending on who you are and, and have recovery, uh, from going through a surgery, a, a traumatic experience for your body. If, if you don't have to, so please reach out all my contact information is in the show notes. If you want more information on how it is possible to treat carpal tunnel without having to do surgery. And even if you've had it treated before and you think that surgery is your only option, that might not be true. If you haven't had other areas worked on, because only working on that wrist and forearm area is not the only answer, okay? We've got to look at it all. It's all connected, people. It's all connected. (laughs) Um, That's all I have for you here today on the Strength for Your Purpose podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please reach out with questions. Please reach out if you would like to chat uh, about you or someone you know and love who might have something going on that I can help with. And until then, uh, go make it a great week, and we'll see you back here next time on the Strength for Your Purpose podcast. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Strength for Your Purpose podcast. Whether you're a first-time listener or a returning listener, I can't thank you enough for coming in here and taking in these conversations to help fulfill your true purpose in life. If you found value in this episode, please be a friend and tell a friend and share it with someone you know, respect, and care about who will find value in it as well. I would be so appreciative if you would also leave a five-star rate and review wherever it is 
that you are listening to this. I would also love to interact with you. You can find us anywhere on social media at Strength For Your Purpose Pod. And the email to get a hold of us for questions or inquiries about being on the podcast is also in the show notes. If you have any questions personally for me in regards to your health or wellness, I would love to talk to you about those as well. And all of my contact information is also in the show notes. Thank you again for listening to this episode. I hope to have you back here next week for another great conversation. And until then, go make it a great week.